Yo, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. I'm your host, Mark Coles, and I'm with my co-host, Sean Williams. Welcome to the eye test. We back, people. How you doing? Sean, you got anything to say? Uh, nothing, man. Been a long time coming. I'm happy to be back, man. Uh, I'm excited to see what we'll be talking about today. That's it. Yeah. Well, we, you know what you're talking about today. Football. Nothing else to really get into except for football. Every all other sports here in America fall and drop to their knees when it comes to the NFL. They worship at the teat of the NFL, and that's just how it is. So, yeah. With that that's being, awesome. go ahead. You, I was gonna say that's just how it. That's how it be. That's how it be sometimes. You know. <laughs> and so when so with that being said, let's just talk about it, man. Um, we don't really have no format for this episode. We just really just going to talk about football, man. So I'm just going to ask you, short. Let's just uh, let's just have a conversation about early predictions for the season, man. Like, what? How do you feel? How do you feel about the season? And uh, what? What are some of your early predictions for the season? Like, I guess I should just to narrow the question down a bit. Um, what team stands out to you this season uh, that you're excited to see? Well, outside of my 49ers, because, you know, I'm assuming that we'll be healthy this year. So outside of my 49ers, non-biased, by the way, I just like the way they play ball. I think a lot of people enjoy our style of football. Um, outside of the Niners, I'll be honest with you, Mark, this is gonna, this is gonna be shocking to you. Um, I feel dirty saying this. I'm excited to see. You say I'm excited to see the Patriots play, man. Oh, okay, okay, I'm, okay. I, I, w- I wasn't gonna say the Cowboys. I wasn't gonna okay. say Dallas. No, no. Okay. No. I mean, if I'm talking about the Cowboys, I'm. I would say I'm excited to see the meltdown. But, but no, I am really excited to see the Patriots play this year, Mark. Okay. It's it's something new. Um, I, I'm I'm to be honest with you, it all comes from my curiosity to see how Bill Belichick is going to do um, with Mac Jones at the quarterback position. I personally believe that they drafted the quarterback that's right for them. He's very, he's, from what I understand, he is a film and playbook junkie, Mark. He lives in the playbook and he lives in the film room. So, well, if it's to of, be, well, if it's to be believed, the recent reports have been saying that Mac Jones was teaching and helping Cam Newton with the playbook. Look, from what I hear, from what I hear about uh, about Mac uh, about Mac Jones and his uh, his studiousness, like he 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 legitimately, from what I hear, is one of these guys that digs into the playbook and digs into the film more than ninety probably 90% of the league's quarterbacks. So that is a great trait to have, especially if you're going to be playing with the New England offense. So I, I do believe the reports. <laughs> I do believe the reports, man. I, I don't know, man. I just feel like Mac Jones, if he's going to be that guy that's just going to, he understands his deficiencies, Mark. He understands that he's mm-hmm. not as mm-hmm. talented as everybody else. And he's trying to make up for it by doing all these things. Um, but the reason don't trust the, other the man reason, with wide hips, bro. Look, look, man. Look, I don't care about none of that. Look, man. Look, like all I'm I, saying, all like, I know, all I know, is you put you pair that up with being on the Patriots, and they're saying he's able to digest these things. Okay, so I expect him to show a lot of promise and show a lot of skill sets. And right now, I believe they're the most underrated team in the NFL. I believe that Kendrick Bourne is going to show out. I feel like you're going to see a, a steps taken uh, with Jacoby Myers. I still don't like Nikhil Harry. I think I think he's I think he's a bum. But <laughs> but you know Nelson Aguilar. I'm curious to see if he just had a one hit wonder season with the Raiders. You know, 
Damian Harris. I think he's an underrated running back. I think he's an every down. I think he is a between the tackles running back. Could be an every down back if he have more ability to catch. But I believe that he's a guy that you can run 20, 20 plus times. I feel like all these things are coming together and people are forgetting that the Patriots still have not only their defense from last year, they still got their defensive backs and all that, but they everything that they were lacking in defense, they drafted or they um, went out in free agency to get. They were lacking athleticism to go sideline to sideline in the linebacker position last year. They went and got athletic at all three linebacker positions, Mark. They brought back, um, they brought back uh, Hightower, okay? So, um, was it Hightower? I can't remember. But it does, but yes, they, they, they're, they're bringing back old players to, to fit their system, to do the things that they want to do defensively, which also brings me to my point, Mark. Bill Belichick sabotaged that fucking team to get Tom Brady out of here. But but that's besides the point. But I honestly think that their defense is going to be better this year. I think their offense is going to be better this year. And I feel like they have the quarterback that is made for this team. Mm. I suspect that the Patriots, I'm, I'm expecting a 10 win, 10 win, 11 win season floor for the Patriots. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, they're not in a very good division, honestly, so. Yeah, I know. They're, but that's what I'm saying. Their defense is good enough to carry them to some wins. I mean, I'm, what, basically what I'm saying, Mark, is they're a playoff team this year. Again, means bunch of nothing. You can say that. I'm it's going like, to be excited to somebody see out, Somebody out of the NFC East was a playoff team last year. And what did that mean? Uh, it meant that they uh, gave uh, – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the uh, closest game that they experienced in the entire playoffs. And but, and who who cares about that because they lost like they were supposed to? That's just crazy. That's just great. But they played the best against the champions. They lost. They both, lost both like they were supposed to. Look, did they lose but ugly? Anyway, did they lose it ugly? It doesn't matter. It, it, Look, Mark, you can what? stay with you. No, want. listen. It, it doesn't matter, and the Patriot doesn't matter. Did they believe? Did, did they belong there, Mark? Are you going to tell me they? Didn't no, they belong? didn't. They they were. They, they had a losing record. They got there with a losing. They show, it doesn't matter what their record said. They yeah, showed they up. They showed yeah. up when it when it when it. You know counted. what? Seattle belonged there. They showed up and won when they got to the playoffs. They had a losing record. So, but no. Look, they the showed up. Like they were supposed to. They showed up, Mark. You're not going to sit here and downplay what they did. Anyway, cool. you know anyway. I understand they're division rivals with your team. I understand. No, no, that's neither here nor there. It's just it is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what does matter though is that that long soliloquy that that was beautifully put that you said about Mac Jones ultimately doesn't matter um, because guess what. I heard the same shit about just about every quarterback that comes into the draft. I heard heard similar shit about Mitch Trubisky. Heard similar shit about Carson Wentz, Jared Goff. And where the fuck are they now? Look, this is what I'm going to tell you, Mark. First off, I didn't hear that shit about those guys. No, but I, heard- I definitely heard that shit about Carson Wentz. Well, about, this- how, about how smart he is. About how emotionally how emotionally mature he was. And all this other nonsense. Look, man, whatever the fuck they were. Look, I don't know who was saying that. But the only thing I heard about Carson Wentz was he played in the pro-style offense. And that's what everybody was touting as to why they thought he was ready. No, no, man. Here, I, I mean, maybe because maybe because you maybe was I'm here in Philadelphia. I hear yeah. a lot more about this guy when coming out about how about how smart he was, this, that, and the third, and like, oh, he he maintained a three point something something, grade point average in in college, and blah blah blah. Like, I don't give a shit. He, but, but, but this is this is also what I believe, though, Mark, and I believe this about the Patriots as a team. If you understand the system. And you do exactly what they tell you to do, you will have success. I, I, I we can bring up Matt Castle, we can bring up Jimmy G, what? we can I mean, bring up fair. Jacoby Brissett, we can bring it's up all these guys. It's fair. If you understand the system and you do exactly what they say, you will have you will have a level of success that you probably wouldn't have anywhere else. What do I think about him being 
being a studious quarterback that that look that's a, that's a film room warrior and all this other shit. What do I think about that, Mark? I think that makes for a perfect backup QB. But in the with the Patriots, it's different. That's what I feel, Mark. I feel like that's great. That makes that means that you're going to be a backup QB your whole entire career, and then you're going to get into coaching because that's what happens. You guys sit on sit on the bench for your whole career, then you become an offensive coordinator after being a QB coach. That is the same thing that's going to happen to Mac Jones, but he just happens to be on the Patriots, so he's going to get a starting job, and it's actually going to make him look better than he really is, Mark. Okay, well, I think listen, I think he's going to have a Matt Castle like season. Listen, I'm not going to stand here all day and talk about a man with birthing hips like what that's going to happen. So, <laughs> how about you tell me what, who what's the team that you're watching this year, Mark? Please uh, tell me. Please well, tell me. Well, you know what I mean. The team that I'm watching this year, of course, is the Eagles. Who else would it be? Who else? Who else? Listen, are you excited to watch them? Because this that was the question you like. Oh. Absolutely. Why wouldn't Sorry, I? Be? Explain to me why, Mark. Why, why wouldn't I be? Listen. Explain to me why, Mark. You want to know why? Because I feel as though I'm excited to see exactly what Jalen Hurts has. I I, I want to see it. I want to see it on the NFL level because I don't know whether he's I don't know whether he's going to be good or not, but I do know that the way that he, like the way that people count him out makes me want to root for him. Like, like this guy was second place in Heisman votes his senior year. Like, you know, that means only one person had a better season than him, and that was Joe Burrow. And like, we know what Joe Burrow did that year. Like, and yet he comes out of college counted out. He goes to the Eagles, and and we see how abysmal that team was last year, and they count that against him, and they don't. But they don't count it necessarily against Carson Wentz. They're like, well, we saw what hat last year was, blah 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 blah. But with with Jalen Hurts is, well, we saw what he did last year. He wasn't able to get the team where they going, blah, blah. Like, I want to root for this man and see what what's what like even here in philadelphia there's a thousand question marks and people say well i don't necessarily think he could play but i think he's a really good dude and i like we'll see what he got hopefully he can play but nobody believes in him like i'm talking about radio people here do not believe in him like so I'm so I'm excited to see I'm excited to see that man because I think he can play and I think he and when we talk about the studious person and all that like it's being like they say the same thing about him they talk about his film they talk about his leadership they talk about his film room study like um what was it Quez Watkins and stuff says that he run that you walk past him in the hallway are you stand, sitting with him eating lunch? He'll just randomly question you about what route you're supposed to run on which play. See, but, I, but I do believe that about Jalen Hurts. Like, right. there's certain people that they say it about that I don't believe it. And there's certain people that they say about it that I say, say it about that I do believe. So, and I do believe that about Jalen Hurts, but continue. Yeah. So, like, and we see this, and we've seen that this guy has emotional maturity and he also has a face diversity throughout his career like throughout his football time anyway based on college you know being being benched having to go back in being benched going going to another team and becoming a better quarterback and stuff like but that's i'm excited for the eagles bro i want to i want to see what that's going to be i want to see didn't get to see none of devonta uh smith in the preseason, really, at least not with Jalen Hurts. So I want to see what that looks like. And and for the first time in a while, we actually have a decent safety and a deep and some decent corners. Like we have a really good corner and some and some decent guys. They might be on a year alone, but at least they're here this year. I want to see what that is. And this is our first year with our new coach, new and in new defensive coordinator no more uh no more protect the sticks and like you know what i'm saying like no yeah. more that bend don't break style like i want to see like the eagles have so much change 
I want to see what that's going to look like. You know what I mean? So I'm very excited to see what that is, whether they, whether it's for the good or bad. I want to see it. Yeah. Okay. And you know what, man? I was giving you a hard time in the beginning, but now that you explained it, Mark, I'll be real with you, man. I, I too, I'm going to be watching Jalen Hurts. I too, I'm going to be looking at Devontae Smith, and I too. I'm going to be looking to see if the Philadelphia Eagles have made any improvements in the secondary. And, and everything that you said about Jalen Hurts, this is one thing I'll also bring up about him. Um, he seems to play better when his back is against the wall. Mm -hmm. um, he was, I will say that he was really super duper comfortable until the moment that Tua came in, in the championship game. Um, once that happened and the game kind of went the way it went, uh, I feel like he, he got a little uncomfortable. It, it took him out of his comfort zone. And if and I know Ricky brings this up all the time. Um, he talks about how when he came in for Tua, when Tua got hurt, that he lit it up. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I honestly feel like that's the guy that he is. When he has a chip on his shoulder, He's going to give you. Uh, he's going to elevate his game. You know, he went he, when he went to Oklahoma. He transferred to Oklahoma because he had something to prove. He could he could have stayed there as an upperclassman with a with a with a lower classman uh, getting the start, knowing that Tua was going to go into the league. He could have hung out for another year and try to play a senior year. But you know what he did? He said, "Nah, fuck that. I'm leaving." He said, I'm leaving and I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go uh play for Oklahoma. I, so like he went there with a chip on his shoulder and he showed out Mark. He he almost won a Heisman. If it wasn't for Joe Burrow legitimately having probably the best season that I've ever seen from an, a college quarterback, period. You know? So like really, any other year he probably would have won a Heisman. And then you look now, and once again, the doubters are here. You know, I feel like he has a chip on his shoulder already. And especially now after the commentary, especially locally in Philly, with people questioning questioning his ability and what he can do. So I, I believe that we will see, um, we will see some highlight reels from Jalen Hurts. And I do feel like he is going to give you better production than you've seen over the last two years with Carson Wentz. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you got a legit case, Mark. You, you know what I'm saying? You want to see the Eagles? I, you know what I'm saying? I guess. Yeah, it, it's it's a good reason. You got good reasons. Yeah. So yeah, man, I don't make homer picks over here, bro. That's it. It should sound like a homer pick, like like to me in the beginning, though. But you got me. You got me. Yeah. So listen. Um, yeah, and also with that, um, with that, I guess I would say. Who is the team that you're like least excited to to check out? Like, who's the team that you're like, ah, whatever. Whew. Um, let me see because I, I think this might surprise you too. Because actually, nope, nope, nope. You're right. Nope, this won't surprise you at all. <laughs> the Houston, the Houston Texans. Nobody wants to see them play. No, nobody, and, and 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 I hate for it to be a team with Deshaun Watson on it, which he's not starting. We don't know if he's on it or not on it or going to be gone or. Oh, I, we, I don't know what the fuck his. Situation we know we is. know that he's not starting. We know that. I, I don't know what his situation is. I, I just don't know what his situation is. I just I, I don't know what I don't know what's happening here. Is he going to get traded? Are they still asking for three first round picks in a in, in a um in a uh. Your firstborn, future Hall of Famer. Are, are they still? Are they still asking for that, Mark? I don't know what Houston's doing, but I know one thing: I don't want to see any Houston games this year, Mark. I do not want to see the Houston Texans on TV. And to be honest, with any luck, they're probably not even on the schedule, Mark. They're probably not even on the schedule for no Sunday night games or for no Monday night games. Please don't make. Please don't put them on Thursday night. Nobody's watching that. Nobody wants to watch these Thursday night games in the first place. Do not put the Houston Texans on Thursday night, Mark. I, I don't see this is it's been a very long time since the since an NFL team existed to where I did not want to watch them play, Mark. Mm -hmm. and, and we're here now. So 
Uh, unless you got something, uh, what you got, Mark? Who who don't you want 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 to see? I think the Houston Texans is a good pick by you, but honestly, if I was to think about it and really, really, uh, I guess, really put my mind to it, by default, honestly, if I, I gotta say. Uh, this may or may not surprise you, but the team that I'm like least excited for and don't really care about is the Cleveland Browns. I I can't get excited for the fucking Cleveland Browns, dog. It's kind it's kind of a surprise, but it's not too much of a surprise. It's I on mean, brand. It's on brand. It is on brand for you, Mark. But let's call it what it is. You don't want to see Baker Mayfield playing at the quarterback position. No, no. I don't. Really That's what don't. it. I, and it's not just that. And I want to. I want to give you more credit because it's not just that. I, I know you look at this team like the when you said it. Okay, now star makes sense. You look at this team, Mark. And yeah, Baker Mayfield. Everybody's tired of hearing about this guy. He really. He 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 had a his best season last year, but I don't think his best season was a great quarterback season. Right. It just happened to be good enough for them to make it to the playoffs and win the game. So, so, but you know, but for Cleveland, that's huge. They made it to the playoffs and they won the game. So I understand that. Um, if you look at this roster from top to bottom, the first question that comes to your mind is how is it that they just now winning a fucking playoff game, Mark? This, they have like outside of the Rams, this is the other team that I asked, I'm like, yo, where is the, where are they digging up extra money? Are they grabbing extra change off the couch, Mark? Is, yeah. that, is that how they get all this money to pay this place? Right, right. No, never mind. I know what it is. They haven't paid Baker Mayfield yet. That's why they got all this money, man. Like, but I'm, if, I'm, if they, <laughs> if this team was in the NBA, they would be way over the luxury tax. Like, it's no, I don't understand how they're under the cap. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The talent that they have on this team. They've been underachieving for years, and even last year with what they did, it still was an underachievement. If you ask me, if you told me, Mark, if you if you told me, and they without name without without naming names, well, well, yeah, you I guess we have to name names, but if without naming the team name, if you just told me, hey, there's a team that exists with Nick Chubb on it and Kareem Hunt as their backup, which Kareem Hunt would start over half of the league's running backs. And then you told me they had Odell Beckham Jr. on it, uh, Jarvis Landry. You told me they, if you if you explain to me who they had on defense, where they're just taking guys in the top five picks on defense and they're just throwing them out there and letting them play. And they're out there wreaking havoc every week. And you told me, and you just listed all these players that they had. And then you said, they're struggling to make the playoffs. I would tell you that this, uh, there's no possible way this happened. And then if you just say, hey, well, they're the Cleveland Browns, then I would understand. This is just Cleveland, man. Like, I, I get it, Mark. I, I guess you don't want to see the Cleveland Browns underachieve. Yeah, I don't want to see them underachieve, overspoken about. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. just... I'm, I'm okay. I can see how that could be annoying. I can see how that could be annoying. Like, like I'm okay, man. Like, cool. Like, and it doesn't help that I truly just don't like Baker Mayfield. Like, so. like, like this is a team. To be honest with you, they might as well just bring Jeff Fisher out of retirement and make him the coach, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just make this thing official, man. We're here to underachieve. Like, I feel as though, like, legitimately, I feel as though Baker Mayfield is. <laughs> Johnny Mazel, but like without the drug problem, like without the drug and alcohol problem. I feel as though Baker Mayfield is Johnny Mazel. Like he is, he is a over. He was he is an overhyped player. Like he was overhyped coming out and and overcommitted to, and now this is where you are with it. Like so, that's just where I'm at. Um, so, look up. This is this is the craziest thing. So I, I really want people to understand. These fools got Miles Garrett. They have. They don't. They still have. Do they still have? Uh, did they have Jamie Collins? Uh, they still got Jamie Collins. Cannot tell you. I don't even fucking know. They got Denzel Ward. Look, man. It, they, 
their defense, their defensive front seven is crazy. They got Denzel Ward. They got all these guys. It's just, I don't understand what they're doing, Mark. They just, they can't get right. But no, it doesn't seem like they can at all. There's no way that you can convince me that you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on the same team, but you guys can't flick and secure victories, and you have that defense. I don't get it. But we'll see. Yeah, man. Uh, We we will have to see what happens. Um, And I guess I would say, uh, what player are you most excited to see uh, this season? I I already stated mine. Mine is Jalen Hurts. Um, so what like what 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 player are you most excited to see? Um wow, this is a this is one that I haven't thought about. So just give me a quick moment here because I'm going through my head and um my desire to see Jamar Chase has been erased. So <laughs> so that let's get that out of the way. Um man, I, I'll be honest, Mark. Um, I think the player that I'm most excited to see play this year is the same player that I was most excited to see play last year. I'm going to have to go with Chase Claypool. I I really do want to see how they're going to implement him in the offense um, now that he's in year two and now that they've seen what he can do. Um, I I, I know there's this hierarchy that we talk about with Pittsburgh Steelers, but they kind of they kind of went out, they colored outside the lines a little bit last year by having designed plays for him. And and you can say, hey, there was injuries, but they damn sure had a set of plays as soon as that injury came about. So they were definitely prepared for this. Like they definitely had plays in mind for him. So I'm really curious to see what happens there. And to be honest with you, I'm going to throw in a second name here. Uh, Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kyle Pitts. I do. I am curious to see what Kyle Pitts does because we we even researched it, Mark, on the spot. Um, Tight ends do not give you big seasons in their first year. I think the most that I saw was like a either 700 yard, 800 yard season, and I think that was two guys: Antonio Brown. Oh no, Antonio Gates and. Um, Think. No matter of fact, no Austin Hooper only had like 550. But you know what I mean? Like, but but Antonio Gates has 700 yard season. And, yeah. and that's what you're looking at. So, like, I, I personally think that Kyle Pitts can give no, me the. That was um, Antonio Gates' second season, wasn't it? I believe that was. His second season, I think Antonio Gates' second season, he had a thousand yard. He had a thousand yards. But his first season, he had 700. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't see it in the first season. The thousand yard season, you don't see it in the first season. I think Kyle Pitts has the potential to, to break that mold. Um, but we'll that, see. But but I, the, I, I do I'm I am curious to see what, what Kyle Pitts just does. to be just to just to just uh so you're accurate. Antonio Gates' first season was three hundred and eighty nine yards. Oh, so you're right, it was his second season. His second season was nine hundred and sixty four. 900 okay so maybe it was austin hooper that had the 700 yard first season then that's who i was thinking about but yeah like this there's not very many guys that are going to do anything in the first season it just is what it is tight end is a learning curve um but yeah i i think kyle pitts can break the mold so only because of the way i believe that atlanta's going to use him so that's those are the two players i i, I was supposed to pick one i picked two but they're I'm both not kind of sure. for the same reasons. I'm not sure who the player you are referring to. Austin Hooper had 271 yards his first Damn, season. I know. Okay, well, I don't know, man. There was somebody. There was somebody, Mark. I don't even know. Now you're going to make me fig- try to figure out who it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm well, not I'm sure. I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about which player, you know. Oh, no, oh, you, said, I mean, you said Jalen Hurts already. Yeah, right? I, we, we've yeah. already discussed Jalen Hurts. And okay, honestly, never mind. You was, did. If I was to pick a second one, I would say it would be Kyle Pitts as well, simply because everyone, it was like, you know, Kyle Pitts was the, uh, he was the cat's, he was the cat's pajamas, I guess, uh, you know, coming out in the draft. It was like, oh, he's a one-on-one. Look at like his size, his athletic ability. Everything was so highly coveted and highly touted. 
that I want to see what he's going to do. And the fact that a tight end was taken so high in the draft, um, he, he has to be utilized. So I'm excited to see that. And I kind of excited just to see Atlanta anyway, like uh, a Julio Jones-less Atlanta is like, it's essentially basically a new team. Like you can have everybody else, but you remove Julio Jones. Now you have an t- entirely different team now. So I'm a, I want to see what that looks like. Okay, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a couple of quick rundowns of tight end seasons, okay? Because I have a list of most receiving yards by Ricky tight end, and uh, only one person has been able to break over a thousand yards in their rookie season as a tight end, and that player's name is Mike Ditka. Mm. Which sounds crazy for in the sixties, in the sixties for a tight end to get over a thousand. That's good. That's gotta. Oh, that's be why he's Michael Dicker. But that is why he's in the Hall of Fame. I'm just gonna assume. Okay, so then, but for recent times, Mark, because I'm only gonna talk about recent times. Surprisingly, it's it, twice we've had some outstanding seasons. One was Jeremy Shockey, who had 894 yards in his rookie season. And Evan Ingram had 722. Really? Oh, well, I guess it was nobody else really to pass to, but that's surprising because Evan Ingram's not all that good. But Well, it was also surprising because Evan Ingram didn't even play a full season. So, yeah. yeah, but no, Evan Ingram, uh, that's it. If you, you, you go down further. How about that, though? Evan Ingram, how about that? Like, how about the fact that how disappointing Evan Ingram actually turned out to be? He's, his rookie season was his best season. I'm not just talking about stats. I'm just talking about, I'm just talking about um, performance-wise. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Performance-wise, that was his worst season. Or that was his best season that he's had. Like, just... I test here, you know what I mean? Right. Every other season I've seen, he's had issues with drops. He's had issues with uh, injuries. He's had issues with getting open. So, I mean, I mean, because of him, the Eagles had a worse draft pick because he couldn't catch the ball at the end of the at the end of the game last year. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he he hasn't been anything but of what he was in his rookie season. But I understand why there was hype around him coming out. You yeah, know, out of college, and then watching his rookie season, it made me a believer. You know, yeah. made me a believer enough to put him on one of my teams last year. Now, I mean, that's but <laughs> Evan Ingram is a is a good example to bring up of a guy that was that was a, a athletic freak, so big and yet so agile and fast, and I, like basically everything they're saying about Kyle Pitts was once said about Evan Ingram, man. We see what that looks like now. Like, yes, but I will say this: the to me, maybe because I was in Florida or not in Florida, but because I'm a Florida fan, and I was watching the games um, last year in college, and I watched them play. Maybe I'm biased, but I'll, this is what I will say: um, I like Kyle Pitts the same way that I liked Claypool last year. Um, so from what I saw from Kyle Pitts in college, he was able the, the the catches that he was able to make, the plays he was able to make, um, I believe that he's just a natural playmaker. And I think that's less about his uh that's less about his um physical gifts, I guess. Some guys can be can have all the physical gifts, but I just don't believe them to be playmakers. Um, for example, I, I don't think DK Metcalf has the season that he had, the seasons that he's had, if he's not playing over there with uh, with Russell Wilson. I think he would still have good seasons. I think he would still show promise, but he wouldn't come out the gate with 1,400 yards. You know what I'm saying? But I, I still don't know if he's a guy that you could just give the ball to or over-target. Um, I do believe that Claypool is one of those guys, and I do believe that Kyle Pitts can be one of those guys. I, I just don't know how much of a learning curve it is going to be for him. But 
that's just me being, you know, watching the Florida games. From what I saw, he's the real deal. And I don't say that about tight ends a lot coming out of college. He's the, he's probably the first tight end that I've felt that way about. Okay. All right. I understood. And I guess my last question for you uh, tonight, it would be what matchup in the coming week are you looking forward to seeing the most? I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward to the Thursday night game. I'm looking forward to the Thursday night game. And specifically, um, I everybody thinks that the Dallas Cowboys are going to be able to recapture what they had offensively last year. Mm-hmm. I didn't even believe what I was seeing when it was happening, Mark. Okay? Even though it was happening week after week after week. Right. We didn't get to see it all the way through because of Dak's injury, the injury to the offensive line, all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We also saw it looked like Russell Wilson was going to be the MVP of the league after the first five or six games. It changed drastically. I, f- I feel like we never got to see the drop-off that was coming with Dallas. Um, but I feel like there's going to be a drop-off this year compared to the pace that they were on last year. And I feel like people aren't, I feel like there's a lot of people that really honestly believe that it's going to be more of the same. I don't know about you. I don't like Mike McCarthy. Um, <laughs> I just don't, I feel like it was lightning in a bottle in, 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 I feel like they didn't get an opportunity to capture that, you know? And then, um, but I'm also curious to see the game because I really want to see if Tampa Bay, if their defense is as good as it was in the playoffs. Because to be honest with you, all the shit that they're going to do on offense isn't going to matter if Tampa Bay's defense plays the way they did in the first half of the season. Mm. That's, I, they'll still be a playoff team. They'll still get, they'll still make some noise. They do not win a Super Bowl if that defense plays like it did in the first half of the season last year. So I'm trying, I'm waiting to see what their identity is going to be on defense. Um, yeah, that's fair. That's fair indeed. I guess uh, for me, um, the team that I'm most looking forward to, or the matchup I'm most looking forward to in week one would be uh, Chicago versus the Rams. Uh, That's an interesting pick. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. curious why. The, well, you know, the Rams recently changed quarterbacks. Um, and so now we will, and the Rams don't really believe in playing their starters in preseason. So we didn't really get to see what that looks like. Um, but Matthew Stafford has been titled as being a great quarterback for or a really good quarterback for a very long time. Just he's on the wrong team. And now we get to see what that looks like because now you have more receivers than just Calvin Johnson. You There is actually a good defense on the other side as well. So I want to see what Matthew Stafford can do with playmakers around him on both sides of the ball. This this will be the most complete offense that he's had. He's got an offensive line. He's got he's got receivers that could catch. He's got a tight end that is good. I, I believe he's pretty good. I like Higby. Um, and like you said, he's got a defense. This is the best team that he's ever been on, and it's the most complete offense that he's been on. And he actually has a coach, a head coach, that is an offensive, that is, I think this is the best offensive mind that he's worked with, Mark. So we will get a chance to see what Matt Stafford is made of. Um, there, You have one side of people that used to say, hey, you know, he's a great quarterback. He just he's just on the wrong team. And then you have the other side where people would say, hey, man, it was Calvin Johnson. It was yes. Calvin Johnson, you know, and of course, he's going to throw for 4000 yards every year when he's playing from behind every year. Right. So so we, we I, I do believe that we will see 
um, what he's made of. We're gonna see whether he has that it factor to me, because honestly, I believe he's um, he's a quarterback with a great arm who is, um, I don't think he has the accuracy issues that a lot of other quarterbacks have, is what I'll say about his accuracy. So if you have a strong arm and you're accurate, it's all about uh, what they what they say, uh, intestinal fortitude at this point. So we're gonna see whether or not um, with with the pressure on, because there's no pressure in Detroit. Nah. Um, we'll see with the pressure on and hey, you got all these tools, now what you gonna do? When the pressure's on, let's see what he does. So uh, that was a good pick, that was a good pick, Mark. And I'm also excited to, and I'm also, I wanna see how long Chicago or um, Matt Nagy <laughs> is going to uh, keep up with Andy Dalton being the starter. Uh, I mean, he seemingly seemed to have paint himself in the corner with this. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of curious as to how he's going to get himself out. I find it, I always, I always find it interesting when teams uh, put themselves into QB controversies and then unnecessarily too and, there's no yeah. reason for this and then they don't and then and then they're kind of looking around dumbfounded as to how this happened like um i found it interesting when the eagles did it to themselves and that's my team like i was just like oh, okay you're gonna you're gonna keep nick Foles around cool uh, like this isn't going to bold well. Hey, hey, Carson Wentz mind hadn't been right since. I just remember him doing the interview after the Super Bowl and they interviewed him. And I'm, I'm saying after the Super Bowl, excuse me, right after they won the Super Bowl and he's on the field and he looked, he looked unhappy, Mark. Right. He looked a little nervous and he looked unhappy. He was the only player that I noticed that was not celebrating. I understand he was hurt, but that man was not celebrating, Mark. And they asked him about the next year and what do you think about next year? And I mean, he looked like he probably has that Super Bowl ring and he's probably never worn it, Mark. That's how disgusted he was with that with that Super Bowl win. So like, uh, yeah, Carson Wentz was, I mean, if you would have just said, okay, cool, that's the best we're gonna get out of Nick Foles and you just trade him at that point, Mark. Exactly. I that's feel what like happen. Carson Wentz, I think that would have changed a lot about Carson Wentz's mentality. I don't know if it would have yeah. changed his decision-making on the field, but it at least would have not taken away his confidence. That I mean, that's absolutely what should have happened. Um, but I, in these in these situations where this has happened, I've only seen two teams navigate it um, in a somewhat proper fashion, um, and that was Green Bay Packers with Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, and even that, even that ended messy. But it was around the time that it should have happened. But it just it just ended ugly. Um, yeah, well, at the very least, you knew who the quarterback was right. going into the season every year. Exactly. Every year, it was no question that it was still Brett Favre. And Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Alex, like Alex they, Smith. They traded Alex Smith. They said, Alex Smith, you can go. Yeah. They, they, like, but, 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 but they went into that season knowing Alex Smith that, like, this is your year. Yeah, yeah, the first year, yeah. Like that, like this is your year, and after that, you you can do whatever you want. But yep. this guy is after this year, this guy is coming up. Like, so those are the only teams that I've seen navigate that properly. Um I will say this, Justin Fields is approaching it the right way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause he is caught like um there's a lot of guys that would choose to not say anything. Um, and just let it ride out um, because they kind like because they kind of enjoy it. Um, but Justin Fields is making sure to be like, look, man, like this isn't conducive for a team chemistry. Like, I mean, he's speaking like a man that knows that whether it's this year or not, his time will come. So he's not really worried about it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but he is approaching it the right way because there are some people that be like. They would like they wouldn't show it, but they would relish in the fact that their name is being called out on a field yeah. 
stuff like that. And when yeah. I asked about it, they'd be like, oh, nah, man. Come on, guys. Like, it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. still his team, you know? <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like that, yeah, that real subtle, like, ah. Take it easy on old Andy Dalton, man. Look, we know it's going to be my team, but just come on, guys. Like, you're going to really embarrass him like this in front of everybody on national TV? Come on. But, but no, like, see, Justin Fields seems very genuine in his comments about about Andy Dalton and wanting to support that. So, So, so it's cool on his part, but I feel as though the whole situation itself is unnecessary. But, yeah. So I'll, I'll say this, I, I, I do, um, it's only a matter of time, man. And I'll be honest with you, this is the thing about it. He outplayed Andy Dalton in the uh, preseason almost as badly as Trey Lance outplayed Jimmy G. Um, no, he, no, it was, I, I felt as though it was much, much worse. Um, well, well, well I'll, I'll say this, though, no, I feel like Justin Fields played better than Trey Lance, but I feel like Jimmy G looked worse than Andy Dalton. But that's why I'm only saying that. But th- but but it doesn't matter. These are huge gaps to where clearly I feel like Trey Lance should be the starter, and clearly I feel like Justin Fields should be the starter. Like, but once again, the rookie QBs, um, short leashes. Um, but but just speaking about this Rams Chicago matchup, um. This is just going to be like if Andy Dalton wants to keep his job as a starter, even though this is a trap game for them, for him, I should say, like if everything is set up for him to lose this game, Mark. Well, I mean, but they're, they're still going to. They well, should. They're not even favorite. I don't think. Well, what, what I'm trying to say is the Chicago Bears are set. They're supposed to lose this game. But with Andy Dalton as the quarterback, they're going to point to this game and be like, yo, you lost. So that that leash is going to get shorter. It's, it's it's almost the same situation that happened to Tyrod Taylor in in uh, with the Browns, where it's like, look, man, we're going to put you out here, but just know that people are going to be calling for your head after a certain amount of losses. And then you look at the and then you and then you look at the fucking uh you look at the schedule and you're like well, shit, this is a fucked up beginning of the year. Yeah, don't worry about it. But you got to win those games, though. Like, I don't think this is a situation to where Andy Dalton can survive. That's what I'm saying. And this is going to be the first loss of, you know, maybe two or three losses that are to come for Andy Dalton before they yank him. So, and, and the only reason why Andy Dalton is even getting this opportunity is because somebody likes him. Yes. Yeah. Call it what it is. This is a favor, bro. Somebody likes him. And, and Mark, I, I, I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, I really don't understand what people like about Matt Nagy. I don't. It, everything points to this guy's an idiot. <laughs> wow. But, nah, man. I, it, this guy's an idiot, bro. Okay. Wow. Why? Why was it? Why wasn't Montgomery the only back touching the ball? So you. So you saying? Why that, wasn't Tariq Cohen featured more when he was healthy? So you this, saying? He, so you saying Nagy's the new Adam Gase? He's heading down that path, Mark. I'm telling you, he's heading down that path. Another team out there is going to give him a chance to fuck it up. Another team they will. They're they going to give him an opportunity to, and he will fuck it up, Mark. I'm telling you, yes. Yeah, I mean, look at how many chances Adam Gates got before people started saying, oh, well, you're kind of just trash. Like, (laughs) executives just like this guy, man. People like this guy. If I have to listen to anybody talk about how he's an offensive genius again, I'm just going to lose it, man. There's nothing offensively genius about what they've done over the last three years. Fair enough. Fair enough. The the only thing other than having the talent to having the ability to waste Tariq Cohen and Allen Robertson's talent. That's the only thing that I've seen that's been genius about them. Right. Well, that is fair. Um, I don't know what they're going to (laughs) do. I don't know what's going to happen. this season but I am looking forward to it and it all starts in just two days and if you're listening to this and this is out by then then um, Thursday which is going to be that night 
Uh, so, yeah, man, that's all I got for this one, man. You know, like it. We're looking forward to week one. I don't have nothing much more to say besides that. Uh, how about you? Yep, it's going to be a good one, man. Um, this is going to feel different than last year because we actually had a, a camp and a preseason. So mm-hmm. I feel like it won't be as slow of a start. I'm, I'm trying to see who's going to get blown out in the first week. So I feel like we got some good football coming. Yeah, I can't wait to have something to talk about when it comes to uh, football because we'll actually have some games in the books. So that'll be cool. Um, But yeah, man, with that being said, I don't have nothing else for you guys. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We like you guys. We like that you continue to stick around with us, even though our schedule is very uneven at times. We will get better with that. I promise you we will. Yes. Uh, it's only that we're trying to right now we're trying to manage a new thing that we're doing which is uh, we are doing uh, fantasy football league coverage we are covering our fantasy football league the trash player league um, a lot live so you'll be able to keep up with us every week and see uh, how our um, how our matchups are going what's our record You'll be able to see who our starting lineups will be. You'll be, and we already have some episodes in the books where we have the draft order announcement and we also meet myself and Sean uh, do commentary on the draft itself. So, so you can check that out in the playlist uh, marked FLCN and so we have a few things going on. We have a we have a couple things uh, in the tuck right that we're now unleashing, and so we hope that you guys keep sticking around with us, and we hope that you enjoy these episodes um, because we're going certainly going to keep putting them out and keep talking about football. So definitely. So with that being said, link, like, subscribe. And uh, as always, if you're cool with us, we'll be cool with y'all. So please be cool with us so we can be cool with y'all. Peace.